Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 37th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 13th episode of part of my partnership with The Availist, you know, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who's ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Caitlin Summer, who's a professional photographer. Now, Caitlin, correct me if I'm wrong, but you weren't necessarily laid off because of COVID, but maybe because of everything that's going on, it's a little bit more challenging to pick up that next project. Um, yeah, I actually was working full-time at Swift Agency in Portland, um, which is a sort of smaller boutique social agency. Um, and I was working in their production department, which was awesome because I got to run their in-house photo studio. And that was, of course, right up my alley and uh, something that I really enjoyed doing. Um, you know, it was different every day, which I like. And I think anybody that, you know, has sort of done the freelance thing appreciates that. Um, but it was, it was a nice break from freelancing to have a full-time gig. And uh, that's where I was let go of at the beginning of all of this. And, you know, I think that... Um, a lot of people on the production side, especially, were feeling feeling the same um, yeah. strain and just the uncertainty and all of that. So, it's it's one thing to have freelancing to fall back on, but it's another thing to um, actually start getting back into working. And yeah, I totally. Think everybody feels that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Especially like you mentioned with production, it's it's so tough because a lot of that is kind of paused with everything that going on. You know, going on. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I like that, you know, you are a professional photographer, but also have gone, you know, the agency route. But maybe tell everyone yeah. how you're dealing with the pandemic, where you're quarantining, and how you've been keeping busy the last few months. Yeah, sure. Um, well, like I said, I've been in Portland, Oregon, um, which has had its own set of um, unrest <laughs> that's been happening, um, you know, and while it's been really inspiring and transformative to sort of be in such an energetic uh, city for what's been happening. Um, it's also been an added layer of dystopianism <laughs> that's sort of been um, difficult to deal with. You know, I live pretty close to downtown, so there's been helicopters pretty much overhead every night, and that's been pretty intense. Um, but for myself, I definitely took the time to revamp my home space and I put a new office into my second bedroom. It's the first time that I've actually lived alone in my apartment for a while. So having an office space has been good and mini studio. <laughs> um, and yeah, just really taking time to dig into hard drives and scan some film and do all the time-consuming stuff that uh, comes with photo work that we don't always get for ourselves. You know, it's it's hard to uh, make time for your own projects when you are consistently client, client, client work backed up. Um, so that's been really good and really healthy for me to to feel like I'm making some sort of progress for myself that way. Yeah, totally. I think, and I've kind of heard this from a bunch of different people I speak to, but those personal projects are really what are getting a lot of people through this kind of weird time and, mm -hmm. and pause in the industry and, and everything. So glad that you're getting some, yeah. you know, that me time 
to maybe develop some of those yeah. skills and, and go through hard drives that you hadn't been able to? I think one of the first things I did was buy a film scanner. <laughs> Smart. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Tell everyone about yourself a little and what clients, you know, you've maybe worked on or shot for before. Sure. Um, yeah, I have a pretty uh, multidisciplinary background, I'd say. I got my BFA um, in 2010 from Seattle U, which was an interesting way to do it because they actually had um, an agreement with an independent lab and school that was in the neighborhood. So we actually took their classes, which were more community focused. And we had a lot of courses with, you know, people that were in their 50s and picking up photography. And, and I felt like that was kind of an interesting way to, to get my degree. But um, it started me out in a, in a good place to sort of be open to a lot of different work and a lot of different experiences. And um, when I moved to Portland, I immediately started working for the local papal, pa excuse me, paper here, um, the Portland Mercury. And that was another really fun opportunity because for years I would just say yes to anything and everything. And it was really fun most of the time. And I shot a lot of food and um, events and that sort of thing. But um, from there, I really spent a lot of time shooting live music, actually. Um, rock and roll is kind of my jam, <laughs> which is unfortunately another industry that's uh, yeah. really suffering right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, you know, music and music industry stuff was always sort of my, my side profession and I worked at venues and a lot of my social circle is musicians and I ended up just doing a lot of portraiture, which I really loved. and. Um, I have a private daylight studio um, that I rent in town and it's been, you know, so good to me for so long just for connecting with people on those sort of one-on-one -on -one sessions and, and helping, you know, make something fun and easy for people to use for press and um, yeah, I think that the majority of my clients have always been small businesses and individuals and stepping into the agency side of it was sort of a transition into bigger projects and bigger companies. But um, I think that the heart of it for me is still connecting with people Definitely. on an individual level. And, you know, photography is one of those things that it can go either way. It can be very solo work and very one-on-one, -on -one, or it can be a really big production with a whole team and stylists and all of that. And, uh, I I like both and for me I've probably done more of the one-on-one -on -one, but being in an agency setting really turned me on to what can happen when you have more hands <laughs> and have a team yeah, and sure. I'm also such a social person that I think working solo and working one-on-one -on -one is is not necessarily where I want to be anymore and it it really does add a lot of value to my life to have a team and to um be on bigger projects and bigger productions, which is what I'm looking for going forward as well. Yeah, that kind of leads into my next question of, you know, you're now dabbling in the agency space. Do you want to continue going in that direction? Or do you like the, you know, maybe freelance finding your own kind of gigs or a mix of both? Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, the extended quarantine isolation that we've all been in is sort of hammer at home, but like being alone every day and sitting on your computer is maybe not <laughs> the greatest. And uh, yeah, I, I would love to continue in the agency route. I mean, I think another one of my better skills, I, I have many because I've done a lot of different things as side jobs in life. Um, but I think one of my better skills is sort of um, process development and um, kind of the admin side of things too. I think that is another thing I've really enjoyed about being on a production side of something, you know, agency wise, because you do have to wear a lot of hats and you do have to um, have a handle on a lot of things. And that always uh, came pretty naturally to me. And I think that getting something organized and flowing and you know creating workflows has always been really satisfying um that's an extremely and, important skill set in this industry yeah it's being organized yeah. you know with so much going on and being able to kind of check some boxes and check off the lists and being organized you know will definitely take you far especially in you know the kind of field you yeah. want to go in so that's really important that leads into my next question of what are your best qualities you know you touched on that are there any you know others that you kind of pride yourself on yeah, I think that I, um, I think that I'm a natural leader. I feel like it's easy to sort of take people's thoughts and synthesize them into a best practice. Um, and that's something that I want to keep doing and be able to be recognized for. Um, I definitely feel like at my core, I have, you know, a, a maker mentality and I still want to be able to be in the action of creating, you know, in whatever form that is. And, and again, what's great about productions and being on sets and being in studios is just that it is so hands-on and it is so important to be able to jump in where you need to jump in and, you know, help out in the art department if they need an extra set of hands for painting. And that stuff has, has always been good for me because I feel like I have, across the board skills that maybe don't fit me into one niche and so being in a company you know that appreciates that maker mentality and recognizes that people have a lot of multidisciplinary skills and can sort of be more than the one job title that's something i i think that i can do well yeah i think wearing many hats is is something really important and you know sought out for in this industry i think you know like you were kind of mentioning, just being able to do a magnitude of different things comes in handy in so many different ways, especially when you're on set and there's so many things happening. And if you're kind of, you know, have the ability to do so much, you just, you know, needed so much more. So that's a really you know, good skill to have. What are you saying, you know, what would you say you're looking for in your next role other than maybe it being in a more agency position? Yeah. Um, oh. That's, that's tough. You know, it's, it's hard to feel like we have a lot of options right now, right? And if I was going to idealize something, um, I want to work for a company with the right values, you know, values that are supporting social progress and social justice and, you know, clients that have a sense of doing good, you know, as a company that that would be probably my one big beacon <laughs> yeah, of what sure. I'm looking for. Um, 
but I also am really committed to learning. And I feel like, you know, when you put yourself in a slot of, I do this one thing, you can get really, really good at that one thing. And then what next, you know? And I really feel like my goal always is to learn new skills and grow with my professional abilities. And I think a role that had opportunities to, you know, be broad and not have to be so focused on one thing would, would also be another goal. Yeah. And there are agencies out there that definitely are looking, you know, for that and, and have those kind of skill sets or definitely encourage that kind of thinking. So hopefully someone's listening to this and, and will <laughs> that. I know. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, you know, maybe is one of your favorite projects or photo shoots that you've worked on? Um, I was working for a small company before Swift that's um, a boutique uh, fashion line uh, in clothing line in Portland. They're called Alter and they were friends of mine, <laughs> which is sort of how a lot of jobs as a photographer start. Um, but we worked together for a few years and that was probably one of my favorite projects just because it really was a step in a different direction for me stylistically and um the editorial stuff that we created together was really free you know we didn't have parameters and we got to just make what we wanted to make and i'm really proud of that work and i think it really turned out well um i think that i really love doing headshots which is funny but um like some some people think that that's like low-hanging fruit or not their favorite task but um i love making making people feel comfortable that's really fun for me it's like a fun challenge and i love having people tell me that they hate getting their picture taken and then at the end being like oh i actually love this this is a good photo of me this has never happened like that is so rewarding and you know i really I really like still connecting one-on-one -on -one to people and yeah, I think, I think that those are some of my fun, fun best projects, but uh, yeah, I love, love that attitude. And that just says so much about you that, you know, I, I love hearing and, you know, for most photographers, they, they maybe shy away from the challenging and the uncomfortable, but taking, you know, like you said, headshots, for example, something that most people think is, is super boring or shying away from and, and really yeah. because it, it connects you to, you know, who you're, you know, taking pictures of is, is really smart and you know, is really mm -hmm. says, like I said, you know, says a lot about you. And I know the point of this podcast is to sell you to an agency, but I, you know, <laughs> every, every creative loves the jobs that don't have, you know, the parameters. So, you know, for as, as right. favorite projects, the ones where you can kind of go out with some friends and go out and just shoot, you know, whatever you want with no brief, mm -hmm. of course, are the best ones. And I know personally for me, yeah. <laughs> those side projects end up being the most rewarding because you can do, you know, whatever you want, which right. creatively is, is really fun to kind of flex those muscles a little bit. Yeah. Well, well again, if, if anybody wanted to pay me to take pictures of live music again in the future, <laughs> like that would, that would be another, <laughs> another favorite. But. Once, uh, hopefully once this is all done and, music and venues start up again there'll be a need for that but yeah like you mentioned yeah. that industry you know especially the music industry but photography for all those venues yeah just took a huge hit especially yeah. during the summer when that's you know at its peak so unfortunately yeah. hopefully it'll be back i'm sure it will 
Well, we're all getting a lot of practice with changing course and adapting, so. <laughs> what would uh, agencies be getting if they did hire you? <sighs> they would be getting um, somebody with empathy and somebody that is curious and interested in growing and somebody that learns very, very quickly. <laughs> All very valuable, you know, skills, especially, you know, learning. <laughs> I think in, in this industry, you got to learn on the fly. It's especially now it's very busy and well, ideally, you know, there's a mentor, there's someone to teach you every step of the way. A lot of it is kind of taking the backseat, watching and just learning mm -hmm. how to do it, helping out when you can. And, and just that's kind of the best way to get you know, thrown in and you know, sink or swim, but hopefully swim and, you know, kind of take it from there. So being a good learner for yeah. sure is valuable. Yeah. That's a skill that I feel like you have to just pick up along the way too. And it's been my, my uh, experience that working in food service and retail and all these other things that I would always do on the side of freelancing and trying to, you know, get work as a photographer were always really helpful in building up that skill. So I always appreciate when people tell me, you know, what their first job was and if they're washing dishes at a restaurant or something, I'm always like, okay, you get it. It's good. Right. You need to you know, <laughs> grind a little bit and get some of that hustle before you can start doing, you know, yeah. passion yeah. projects and, and all that. What, mm -hmm. you know, have you done any kind of quarantine projects? I know you said, you know, you do a lot of music shooting and clearly that's on hold. Have you had any you know, mm -hmm. quarantine projects? Yeah, you know, I haven't really taken on any work um, except for a few easy sort of quick things here and there for people. But um, I've really just been focusing a lot on my my own work. And that's just something that, you know, as the years go by, you get just so backed up with even knowing what you have, you know, even knowing what you shot, if it wasn't for something, if it was just for you. And I always shoot film when I travel, because I think it's really important to not be looking at a screen the whole time, you know, so I have years of travel film to get through. And that's something that I haven't really cultivated into a portfolio, you know, or into a, a series that makes any sense together. So sort of just really digging into the hard drives and just doing stuff that has been relaxing and soothing for me. I think that's been really important for me these last couple of months. You know, it's hard for everybody, but taking taking some time to slow down and to do things that are actually feeling feeling good and not stressful has been really a priority for me. Yeah, I, um, I'm hearing that and I've heard that from a lot of people of, you know, mm -hmm. doing those personal projects, taking time to, you know, unwind. The next project will come eventually. So just yeah. figuring out what you want next, how you want to get there and what you want to do is, is really important. And I know I'm looking forward now to see where all your old travel pictures become <laughs> a project you can turn that into. I know, me too. It's nice actually to sort of reminisce about traveling and exotic places, just going through these old rolls of film. It's been really nice. <laughs> yeah, looking at all that and knowing that we can't travel anywhere exactly. now is a fun reminder. Exactly. Maybe the last question for me is if there is a dream client or, or agency even that you would want to give a little shout out to. <laughs> Man, um, I was thinking about that question. Uh, I feel like my dream client right now is actually this uh, uh, underwear company that's out of Portland. They, I have been living in their homeware sets this whole time and 
every time I'm just like, man, I really wish I could just sell their product for them. Like, <laughs> I'm already doing it. But uh, yeah, I, I really don't know about um, dream, dream agency, you know, like, I think that there are so many people that just jump from client to client and not necessarily agency to agency. And I, I'm a I'm kind of the person that sticks around for a while, you know, I've, I've lived in the same apartment here in Portland for nine years and I'm not, I don't know what that is, but I, I like a little bit of stability and um, I think a dream agency would be an agency that wants to retain their staff and wants to make it, you know, a nice environment and wants to keep people on board. That would be that would be a dream agency. <laughs> yeah, I know in the, in the industry, it's weird. People bounce around. I've been at BBDO for a little more than five years. So it's all I know. And I, I love that I've been there for so long and plan on being there for a while longer. So I totally connect with that. What is the underwear brand? I got to ask so we can give them a little shout oh, out. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I should mention that. Um, they're called Shop Arc. It's A-R-Q. And uh, it's it's been amazing. <laughs> They've really been helping yeah, me get maybe, through this time. Maybe they'll reach out. But, you know, that's it for me. Thanks yeah. so much for putting yourself out there and doing something like this. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate talking. Yeah, of course. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, well, probably my Instagram is my most um, updated sort of portfolio site or any of my current projects or current work, which is uh, at KT Summer. And uh, otherwise, my uh, website, which, you know, will be updated <laughs> increasingly as this time goes on, um, is feel, F-E-E-L, full, F-U-L-L, photography.com, feelful. Uh, and that has uh, a pretty broad mix of stuff. But uh, yeah, that's probably the best. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's a, wrap. that's a, yeah, that's a wrap for the 37th episode of bouncing back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at M A L O W nine three zero at gmail.com or check out the avail list.com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work. And now you can check out, you know, bouncing back and advertising on Apple Music, you know, in the podcast section or on Spotify, but thanks a lot. Thanks, Matt. See ya. Later. <laughs>